Climate and sustainability. And good afternoon to you, Kevin James. Welcome. Are you good? I'm very good. Thank you, Ernest. And yourself? I'm great. Thanks for asking, Kevin. Uh, let's jump straight into it. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, the war has been raging on in the Pondo region, uh, Ponderland region, to be exact, where Amadiba uh, community members have been fighting to keep an Australian mining company from mining the titanium breach uh, sand dunes of this beautiful area. Well, what's the latest there? Yeah, so Ernest, I'm not sure who of the listeners have ever had the privilege of visiting the Ponderland area, the old Transkei area. Well, I have, and, and it's one of my favorite places in the whole world, to be frank, and it is probably some of the most pristine and biodiverse, beautiful regions in South Africa, a real treasure. Mm-hmm. So the Amadiba community in the, in the Zorobani area have been embroiled in now over a decade-long battle with an Australian mining company trying to stop them from extracting what they believe to be the 10th largest titanium-bearing heavy minerals deposit in the world. It spans about 22 kilometers by about 1.8 kilometers, like almost 3,000 hectares of red coastal dune land. This has been an ugly face-off and has all the makings of a classic Machiavellian plot, with the main actors being the MRC, the Australian mining company, Sanrail, who are intent on building a a, a four- to six-lane wild coast highway along the whole stretch, South African police services, local and national politicians, and even the local chiefs. So these players are all seen to be colluding by causing havoc in the community, using mining company agents based in the community to perpetrate really horrible uh, incidents of violence and intimidation against the local Amadiba community. They really have successfully fractured this community who are adamant they don't want mining in their area, but rather would prefer investment in ecotourism given the beauty and the ecological heritage of this area. Just to illustrate how devious this has gotten, Amadiba chief Lunga Baleni, mm. who was previously vehemently anti-mining, got turned in favor of the mine going ahead. He has since been given directorship in the local BE company of the local company, mining company. He's been given a 4 by 4 Ford Ranger, and his chieftain has been offered a 4% share of profits in the venture. Mm. So to make things even seedier, Sunrail, the um, inventors of the e-toning system, have applied their usual dodgy tactics, this time forging signatures of community members and claiming broad acceptance of the development of the Wild Coast Highway. So this week the mining company issued warnings that they would actually start drilling for water on Tuesday this week with Chief Lunga Baleni threatening his people that if they resist, force will be used. This never happened, thank goodness, but residents have promised that they will rather die than have the mining and highway projects proceed. Ernest, this is a pressure cooker and uh, that has to be addressed. Otherwise, I believe there's going to be no one backing down and we could have a similar situation to what we saw at Marikana and I just hope that doesn't happen. No, we certainly hope not, uh, Kevin. Uh, on, on a rather more positive note, Swedish retail giant, as you mentioned, IKEA continues to push the boundaries of uh, sustainable innovation with plans now in place to use packaging made with a mushroom as an eco-friendly replacement for polystyrene. It sounds exciting. Yes, yeah, so this is more positive. IKEA, the uber-innovative European furniture retailer, has embarked on a new program, and this is to replace their polystyrene packaging, as you say, with mycelium, which is really the root systems of fungus or mushrooms as we know it, which in nature attaches its fibers to the soil or whatever surface it's growing on. Many of you don't know, but when you see mushroom, there's actually a massive stretch of mycelium under the ground that you can't see. As mentioned on previous shows, uh, Ernest, polystyrene is probably one of the worst 
types of packaging for a whole host of reasons. It's made from petroleum first and foremost. It's non-renewable. It's heavy polluting and non-sustainable. It literally takes thousands of years to break down when disposed of and when ingested by wildlife and birds is highly detrimental with an estimate that by 2050, 99% of all birds will have some form of plastic in their gut. Yet despite this human toss about 14 million tons of this very light material, as we all know, into landfills every year. Well, thankfully, IKEA, being mindful of the impact of their packaging, decided to embark on this program that will not only reduce their packaging waste, but also increase recycling levels. With the help of the U.S. company Ecovative, uh, responsible for, for product development, this mushroom packaging is created by allowing the mycelium to grow around clean agricultural waste, corn stalks and husks, which is the feedstock for this. The fungus fibers then bind the waste together, which can then grow in 